I would like to invite up a Wonder Woman to the stage. Her name is Michelle Green. (laughs) All right, I feel very short behind this. In December 1941, a new superhero made her debut. Don't show that yet. Close it. Thank you. All right. Um, And she was created to rival Superman's strength. She was to be a modern female superhero. Her name was Princess Diana, and she fought for peace and justice, and she protected the weary. She had a desire to teach others a better way a more peaceful way of life, and she had a way of making the truth known by using her lasso of truth, which made people actually tell her the truth. She was the only female to be part of the original Justice League alongside Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, The Flash, Aquaman and Martian Manhunter. I've never heard of that one. Although her name is Princess Diana, she's most famous for another name, and there's been a bit of a clue, but can anyone tell me what that is? Wonder Woman, awesome. It's Wonder Woman. Now we can have it up. Actually, no, don't put it up yet. Wait. <laughs> My mistake. So, sorry, Matt. I'm making him work hard today. Um, she has been popular for over 75 years, and her popularity, I think, has grown in that time. There have been countless comics that have been written about her, the TV series. Did anyone watch that, 1975 to 79? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I've decided I should watch it because I've heard it's funny. Um, And a couple of movies, and there's one coming out in June this year. Today you can buy Wonder Woman costumes. You can buy accessories such as clothes, watches, necklaces, earrings, and bags, as well as other things like umbrellas, phone covers, cups, dog collars, seat belts, cookbooks. I wonder what you make for a Wonder Woman cookbook. Wall decals and more things. Why is it that she's so popular, though? Why do people love... Wonder Woman. Well, I think the answer is because it's what she stands for. Obviously, she stands for the truth and she stands for what's good, but she's also very strong. In fact, one of um, my boys have a teacher at their school and she loves Wonder Woman. Donna knows her. She loves Wonder Woman. And I asked her what it is that she loves about Wonder Woman and she says she loves who she is. She's a good person and that she loves that she's so strong. So it's really true that that's why people like her. There are a few things that we learn about her as a superhero, and there are three things we're going to look at today. The first one is now we can put it up for real, Matt, this time. I won't ask you to take it back. Thanks. She saw the bigger picture. So she gave up her home on the planet, which I can't say the name of, to live on Earth to teach people a better way of life. And she was willing to come on her own. So she was a Wonder Woman. We're going to look at that in a second. She showed great trust or great faith in her own abilities, to do something amazing. And she was willing to step up when she was needed. Apparently, I hear in the TV series at least, when she wanted to turn into Wonder Woman, she'd take off her glasses, spin around, and then poof, she's Wonder Woman, apparently. But there are other women who show these traits, and some of them are in the Bible. So today we're going to look at just one there's all of them together. One Wonder Woman. So why is she a Wonder Woman? Well, partly because our theme for this year is one and partly because she was an individual. She acted on her own. So she is who we're looking at today. Her name is Deborah. 
So we read about Deborah in Judges. Judges chapter 4, verse 1 to 3 says, After Ehud, which is one of the previous judges, had died, the Israelites once again did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord let them be conquered by King Jabin of Hazor in Canaan. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Hashareth Hagim. I chose lots of hard names to do today. He had 900 iron chariots and made life unbearable for the Israelis for 20 years, but finally they begged the Lord for help. So we find that Deborah comes into the scene now. So she's at an interesting time in Israel's history. And we see that she comes in and we learn a little bit about her straight away in Judges chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. It says, Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at that time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites came to her to have their disputes decided. So she was a judge. She had to know the law of God and she had to know how to apply that to people's disputes so that they could have situations resolved. And she would do that faithfully every day. We also learn from these verses that she was a prophetess. A prophet is someone or a prophetess is someone who hears from God and then gives those words to somebody else. And so she had that, she had a reputation as a prophet a prophetess of God. Now, the word for judge is also the word deliverer. So she was there as a deliverer for the people of Israel, which we're going to find out a little bit more about how that happened in just a moment. Now, at the time when Deborah was a judge, it was an unusual thing to have a female judge. In fact, there's 12 judges in the whole Old Testament and only one, which is Deborah, was a female. And from what I've read in commentaries, they said that the reason she was a judge was because it was so bad, there were no men who were ready to step up at that point. So she was there, she was strong and ready to trust God when the men at the time had not been. If you wanted to read the entire story of Deborah, it's in Judges chapter 4 and 5. It's very short and very quick to look at. So if you want to know more about her and the story, you can read it when you go home. Now... As I said, Deborah was a prophetess. She heard messages from God and she had to give those to other people. And one person that God gave her a message for was a man named Barak. And um, we read about that in Judges 4, 6 and 7. It says, so she must have heard this message from God and it said, She sent for Barak, son of Abinoam from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go, take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead the way to Mount Tabor. I will lure Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hands. So that's the command. That's what the word was from God. As I said, she has a reputation already for being a, someone who hears from God and gives words. So they must have been true when she gave them in order for people to think that about her. So it's interesting to see what Barak says when he gives the message, when he gets the message. He says to Deborah in Judges 4 verse 8, if you go with me, I will go, but if you don't go with me, I won't go. Fully, powerfully strong, this man. Very courageous. He wants Deborah, the judge, to go with him. Now that would be an unusual thing, not just to see back then, but even now. You don't see people who should be ready to fight in an army calling on someone who's a judge, someone whose job isn't to do that, and a female to go with them. That's an uncommon thing to do. And so Deborah has a reason to say no. She's a judge, she's a prophetess, and 
Um, she's a woman. She has a good reason to say, no, God's commanded you, you have to go. But it's interesting to see what she says. She says, very well, Deborah said, I will go with you. And so she does. So Deborah trusted God in the battle to go to the battle or the place of the battle. And so for me, her wonder, wonder woman traits are pretty clear. Just like Wonder Woman, we remember she saw the bigger picture, she had great faith and she was ready to step up. We see that Deborah saw the bigger picture. She saw that her job was as judge, so she looked after the people of Israel and one of the words for um, is used in the Bible is led the people of Israel. So she was very important in their history. She saw the bigger picture that if she didn't go to the battle, that the Israelite people wouldn't have had the freedom from oppression that they needed. And so she could see that that was important. She had great faith. She didn't have her great faith in herself. She had her great faith in God. She knew that when God said he'd do something, that he would do it, and she trusted him completely, which is why she could go. And she was ready to step up when it was needed. So she was ready to step up and be a judge for Israel when they needed one. She was ready to step up and give words to people when they needed it. And she was ready to go where the battle was when when she needed to be there as well for the people of Israel. What would happen if she hadn't stepped up though? Oops. What would happen if she hadn't stepped up? Well, in the book of Judges chapter 5, it said, villages in Israel would not fight. They held back until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose a mother in Israel. So if she hadn't stepped up, then they would have continued as they were. They would have continued to face oppression and wouldn't have lived in freedom. Well, today I believe that God is calling us to step up as wonder women and men before you start to get worried. Let's call you mighty men, hey? Just because I don't think you want to be called a wonder woman. So God wants that for us today. He wants us to be people who act on his behalf. But how do you know if you're on the right path to making that happen? How do you know that you're heading on the right path to be a wonder woman or a mighty man? Well, we can remember that we're part of a bigger picture. We can remember that, um, yeah, that God has a massive story that we're part of. We get to play our bit in a very large story with God still at work today. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I find myself getting so stuck in my jobs as a mum. I'm cleaning or cooking or doing whatever it is and in my own problems that sometimes my view gets very narrow for myself and for people around me. But Jesus said that he came to give us life to the full. That is not a narrow way of looking at it. And Ephesians 2 verse 10 said, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance to us, for us to do. So God's already got this big picture planned for us. And I believe that as a result, there's something inside of us that is put in there by God that is, is designed to help us be excited about wanting to make a difference in the world around us. Because we're not here just to do our own thing. We're not here to live just for ourselves, but we are here for God. We're made for his glory. Another thing we need to do to keep on track to be a wonder woman or mighty man is to have great faith in God. As I said, Deborah showed great faith and relied on God wholeheartedly, and we need to do the same. God wants us to trust him with our families, our finance. Our finances, relationships, our job situations, our struggles, our hurts, 
our health, our failings, our disappointments and our dreams. There isn't one area in our lives that God doesn't want us to trust him with. You might have heard of Christine Kane. She is a modern-day Wonder Woman, in my opinion. She has a powerful testimony. She's had abuse and um, rejection and all sorts of things in her life, but God has turned that around, and she now has a powerful testimony for people to hear. And she spoke at Colour Conference a few years ago. Colour Conference is the women's conference about Hillsong Run. And she said that people... Um, have come up to her over the years and said to her, well, obviously this Christian thing, this following God, this works for you, but it's not working for me, and they want to know why. And she said to them, and she said to us at the Colour Conference, she said it's all about giving God more real estate. It's all about handing over more of our lives to God. Because it's only when we can do that that we allow him to work powerfully in every area. And the last thing we need to do is we need to be ready to step up. Because it's all well and good to remember we're part of a big picture, to trust God with everything. But then if we don't step up, like I said with Deborah, if she didn't step up and do that, they would have been left in oppression. If we don't do our bit when God calls us to, then things don't happen like they're supposed to. But many of us in the room might feel insecure and adequate. Perhaps God's called you to something and you say, but I can't do that. I can't do that. And... I think that's a common way of looking at ourselves if we think we have to do something in particular. Um, Last year, I started the role of leading women's ministry at LifeGate and I completely felt inadequate for the job. But that's not a good enough reason not to do it. So if God calls us to do something, we need to step up. And the reason that we need to do it is because we need to rely on God then. We need to trust him that he will work and it's when we see what happens, we know that it's his working and not us. There's a verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 6 and 7 that says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that that this all-surpassing power is from God and not us. We need to remember that, that when we do what we do and when we live in a way that people see God and their lives are changed, it's about God working and not us. So today we've looked at the fact that if we want to be a wonder woman or a mighty man, then we need to remember that we're part of a bigger picture. We need to show great faith in God and we need to be ready to step up. Now I want you to stop for just a second. I want you to pick one of those areas that you struggle with the most because we all have one area that is going to be harder for us to do than others. So maybe for the mums here, like I've already said, Perhaps your work that when you do it is really hard and it's really draining and you get really stuck in doing the things that you do. And that's not just for mums, but for everybody. But for mums, we'll focus on you because it is Mother's Day. And sometimes it's hard in the battle of just being a mum to see the big picture. But perhaps being a mum is the big picture for you at this point in time. Andy Stanley says, Your greatest contribution to the kingdom of God may not be something you do, but someone you raise. I think when we have that perspective and we keep that in mind, how we raise our kids changes and how we look at them changes and how we parent changes. Perhaps you're someone who needs to show greater faith. You need to trust God more with your life. Perhaps that story about Christine Kane saying you need to hand over more of your real estate, you're more of yourself, some area of your life to God. Maybe that is something that you need to be doing today. Or perhaps... 
You do those things pretty well, but you hold back when God asks you to do something. Perhaps God's asked you to do a ministry role. Perhaps he's asked you to look after someone or mentor somebody or do something for someone or to be an intercessor and pray and you've held back because of your own lack of feeling adequate in yourself or for other reasons. Perhaps today that's the one thing that you need to focus on. So again, get that in mind. What's that one thing that you've got? Is anyone willing to share it? That's a big call. Kath. Remember the bigger picture. Step up. Step up. I think if we, if we stopped and we all looked at it, we all are going to cover all those things. Okay. And you're not going to be on your own with those things either. So today, um, as, we, as we finish our service, we're going to have a time of worship and then we'll have the prayer team here. If there is something that you can see that is holding you back from living how God wants, or living and being the person God wants you to be. I want you to spend time today coming and saying to God, I need help with this area. The Bible says that the, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So let's not waste our time together and let's be part of that. And for some people here today, perhaps you haven't actually handed over your life to God at all. And today, it's the day that you are able to do that to see that you are part of a big picture, that you can hand your life over to God because he loves you and trust Jesus. And if that's you today and you've never done that before or you've, you've been away from God and you want to go back to being close to him, then again, when the prayer team comes up in a little while, come and talk to someone and don't walk out the door without dealing with these areas because God is powerful and he wants us to have the abundant life that he promised. So we'll pray and then I'll invite the worship team to come up. Lord God, thank you that you have um, a big picture that we get to be part of and we get to be um, people who can become wonder women and mighty men, Lord, that we have that privilege and I thank you for that. So today, Lord, I ask that each person who's come for each area that they've put before you and, and they've thought that they struggle with, Lord, that they will know that you're able to help them with that. And so, Lord, just ask that, that you will help us to see ourselves how you see us and that you will um, continue to give us courage when we need courage and help us to have greater faith when we need that. In Jesus' name, amen. out to you that Michelle or maybe more than one as we stand now in his presence to remember that one thing does remain and that is his love and it will never fail to continue to pursue you and seek after you and to bring greater freedom and to draw you closer